Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. This is the final installment to our series on prayer. From Jesus' life and teachings, we see the various components of a powerful prayer life. Number one, meditation. Number two, conversation. Number three, confession. And number four, petition. Today we come to the final one, number five, adoration. Jesus teaches that we must saturate our prayers with adoration. The Lord's Prayer begins with adoring thanksgiving and praise. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. It also ends with adoring thanksgiving and praise. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. To adore a person is to deeply love who the person is, to be in awe of him or her. Similarly, to adore Jesus is to be in awe of how beautiful Jesus is in himself. Jesus is glorious in his purity, in his devotion, his love, his humility, his obedience, faith, power, and even in his suffering. The beauty of Jesus Christ must capture our imagination, dominate our waking thoughts, and fill our hearts with desire for Him. Whatever captures our thoughts and imagination will ultimately rule our lives. If we can fill our hearts and our minds with the beauty of Christ, we will experience supernatural rest and joy and peace. We will become less anxious and more courageous. This inner peace and joy will transform our souls. Therefore, prayer cannot merely be about coming to God just for His blessings or presenting an endless list of requests to Him. In prayer, we must be attracted to God for who He is. Prayer is a time of adoration, of simply enjoying God, fixing our minds on heavenly things, not just what we can get from Him or even do for Him. We must enjoy the beauty of His holiness. We must be satisfied and fulfilled by the sweetness of His love. And we must delight in His goodness. Again, this is where the Bible really helps us because really, it is a book of adoration. And the vocabulary of Scripture is simply beautiful. Phrases like, From the end of the earth, I will cry out to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. We extol the name of Him who writes the heavens. He is our God. He is our God. You see, the Bible is written with the spiritual vocabulary of heaven. That's why it's so beautiful. And when we can speak the language of heaven, it makes our prayer, our praise, and our worship very powerful, very fresh, and very exciting. Our words are not empty words anymore, but spirit and life. And because the Word of God goes so deeply into our soul and spirit, when it comes out of our mouths, it expresses the deepest thoughts and feelings of our heart. Even when we are in pain, the Bible shows us how to express our frustrations to God so that we can have an emotional release then we won't have to suppress feelings bottled up inside, which can destroy our soul. 
For example, Psalm 73 was a prayer of a psalmist who was angry with the injustice he suffered in the world. He cried out to God, It was too painful for me. My heart was grieved, and I was vexed in my mind. But whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. You see, the Bible teaches us how to properly balance anger with love, disappointment with hope, so that we can fully and honestly express our frustrations to God and at the same time be open to receive healing and courage into our hearts. This is the power of the Word of God. This is the secret of Bible meditation. In another example, Psalm 22 reflects how Jesus himself dealt with his own frustration. It says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Remember, Jesus prayed this on the cross. Why are you so far from helping me? And from the words of my groaning, oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear in the night season and am not silent. But you are holy and thrown in the praises of Israel. See, Psalm 22 must have been a constant meditation of Jesus Christ. And he used this psalm to worship and to pray to his heavenly Father. So on the cross, it helped him to handle the anguish of his soul while keeping his devotion to his heavenly Father intact. When we enter into adoration during our prayer time, worshiping with the words of Scripture, our feelings are washed and purified by God's emotions. It will bring love and forgiveness, healing and humility, inner peace and joy into our soul. And this is the power of adoration in prayer. Well, thank you once again for joining me in this series on prayer. Let us keep learning how to pray like Jesus. He teaches us the secret to prayer is Bible meditation, which will bring us into a conversation with God. And in prayer, there must be regular confession. And let us be bold and full of faith in our petitions, praying according to His will as expressed in His Word. But also, don't forget to saturate our prayers with adoration, with thanksgiving, praise, and worship, always focusing on the beauty of our Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord and God bless.